This is episode number 57 of Hebrews in Exile with our honorable teacher, Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And in the month of February, we celebrated, at least in the United States, Black History Month. But we know when we study scripture, we're studying the history of the melanated people that the Most High has called out to be his firstborn, otherwise known as the children of Israel. So in this podcast, we're going to reflect on that history and maybe show you some things that you did not know. Hebrews in exile, you know what we do. Let's go. Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews, Hebrews in Exile. Hey, Sean. You know, by the time this podcast is heard, mm. um, Black History Month will have ended. Yes. However, uh, I'm never going to be out of Black History Month. No, 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 never. Or let me put it this way. I'm never going to be out of black history. Black history has fueled my interbeing mm. to the point that I cannot allow it to be tabled until February 2023. Mm. Yeah. And the reason I can't do that is because being a Hebrew and in this exile and realizing that the narrative of scripture, 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 Bereshit to Second Chronicles, Genesis to Second Chronicles, is a history book about people of color. Yeah. Yeah. And you study it every single week, but it isn't it isn't brought to you in that that modem. It's it's brought to you in a way where it's kind of this self-help type thing that happens every single Sunday. We got to come up with some some way to keep you drawn in and keep you tied into something that that really is kind of empty. But this, what we're talking about, is about our history. You're correct. 100%. And, and with that being the case, as, I, as I've traversed through this year's Black History Month and listened to a lot of the historical events that have befallen my people, it makes me more and more determined to do the job and do the tasks that my ancestor Daniel did when he looked at the situation with his people being taken into exile by the northern kingdom, kingdom Babylon and King Nebuchadnezzar, he asked a question, what about my people? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... Babylonian, the Babylonian captivity was the first captivity of Hebrew Israel. Syrian was the second captivity of Hebrew Israel. And we are the third 
that's in exile into nations that are controlling our existence, for which the Most High said in one of the prophets, Israel, because of your abdication of, of me and my my commandments and you fail to be obedient, you will never be sovereign again. Mm. You will mm. never be a sovereign nation. Yeah. Until. Right. There is, a, there is a time when Israel will be a sovereign nation again, but as long as we're in, the, in this exile, we're going to be under the control of the nations to which that we have been dispersed. Yep. And the, and the thing that's really interesting, I shouldn't say interesting, but draws to my attention is that I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever, ever read anywhere in the Hebrew text where the Most High reneges on anything that no. he says? No. So if no. he says that that's what's going to end up happening, then that's what's going to end up happening. You don't have, you can take that to the bank. That's a check that never bounced. And we need to understand that as Hebrew people is that because we've abdicated the most high, this is the fate that we, that we, we are living in. Yeah. And, you know, and, um, uh, in numbers, no, um, lamentations, hmm. Lamentations chapter, I think it is. Let me see here. Lamentations chapter seven. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Come on. Where are you? Which is a beautiful book, by the way, because, you know, it, 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 I think that personifies kind of part of where we are because we look at the current state of Hebrew Israel and, and you just have to, your heart sinks. Yeah. Because of the lack of, of, of education. Yep. The lack of fervor, yep. how we've been duped and bamboozled into a doctrine that is going to continue to keep us, even though we've been emancipated physically. I can, you know, speak for the United States and and other places in the world. We're still in a spiritual captivity because the things that were given to us, even in the time of slavery, have not left us yet. They still no. get practiced no. as of recently, a couple of days ago on Sunday morning. Yep. Let's listen to what the prophet in Lamentation says. Chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. Remember, Yahweh, what has happened to us. Mm. Look and see our disgrace. The land we possess has been passed on to strangers and our homes to foreigners. Now, mm. stop there for a minute. Because... What I've come to find out is that a majority of people do not know that the continent of Africa is the, is the homeland and the motherland of the origin of man. You're saying people don't know that? They don't know that. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. They don't know that. Hmm. Well, now they've been educated if they listen to this podcast. And they don't know that South Africa is Canaan and is the land that flowed with the milk and honey. And the milk and honey that the Most and Father was talking about was the riches that resided in that land. The acacia trees mm. came out of, came out of, came, were, were there. 
the gold, the silver, and all of the precious stones were there. And there, and it's and South Africa also is surrounded by a base of water. Mm, that's right. And South Africa also has animals, mm-hmm. which and, means animals. And when you look at Disney Israel, as I call it, it doesn't have any of that. Right. And the scripture is very, very, very so, clear. So when the Most High said to Hebrew Israel that I am going to disperse you out of the land and the land is going to lay fallow, mm. desolate and fallow, he wasn't talking about the fact that it's not going to be green, it's not going to be a plush. The desolation and the fallowness is that the riches that were there mm. that you were able to participate in, uh, this text right here says that Strangers mm. and foreigners. The land we possessed has passed on to strangers, our homes to foreigners. We know that the British with Netherlands and um, uh, the Norwegians are all a part of the continent of Africa where they have partialed out the land, just like the Most High said. Therefore, the land lays desolate and fallow. And the reason why it lays desolate and fallow is because the spirit of the Most High is not there as it was when Israel was in its glory years Mm -hmm. and the temple was there in South Africa Mm -hmm. that the Most High himself burned down. That's the prophets. That's the prophets. Now, We, getting back to Lamentations, we have become fatherless orphans. Our mothers now are widows. We have to pay to drink our own water. We have to buy our own wood. The yoke is on our necks. We are persecuted. We toil to exhaustion, but are given no rest. Mm. We made pacts with Egypt and Asher to get enough food. Mm. Our ancestors sinned and no longer exist, and we bear the weight of their guilt. We are ruled by slaves, and there is no one to save us from their power. Now, are you actually reading something that was written yesterday, no. or are you reading something that was written a long time long ago? Long time ago. Because that sounds like a prophet speaking. That's that's a prophet speaking. That's a prophet speaking. And so that sounds very applicable to even where we are now. There is no one to save us from their power. We get our food at the pearl of our lives. (laughs) Now, I'm going to go somewhere. Okay. Uh, I listen to a a historical historical narrative this week about one of our ancestors in exile who was a was a slave in Mississippi hmm. she was a notable lady her name is Fanny Lou Hamer hmm. Fanny Lou Hamer this narrative that I just read in Lamentations mm-hmm And that's just part of it. I heard the story of her life and how that she fought for voters' rights in Mississippi. Mm. 
And she was a very charismatic speaker. Yes. But she, like other persons of color, fighting for rights in this exiled nation to which we are exiled, mm -hmm. succumb to the early pressures. And this this what really grabbed me as late as 1960s, 64. 64. I mean, hey, man, 64. Yeah. I'm a grown man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this kind of stuff was going on in Mississippi. Absolutely. She told a story about how she got arrested and how they threw her in jail. And I'm going to use the narrative. I'm going to talk about it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of being politically correct. So I'm stop being politically correct tonight, okay? That's all right. I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to talk about it within the context in which it was presented. Trust me, you're in good company the, for that. The white folks in Mississippi arrested her, threw her in jail, no food, and they beat her mercifully. They beat her with no mercy. With no mercy. With billy clubs. Mm. She has blood clot in her in her brain as a result of it. Mm. And then when they got through beating her, they had two Negroes. <laughs> oh no. One to come in and sit on her legs, and they beat her. And I said to myself, mm -hmm. I'm thinking there in my mind, and I'm going, oh, my goodness, mm -hmm. this is. And I'm thinking, I, I said, I live here. I live in Sacramento, California. I've always lived in Sacramento, California. I'm in northern, I'm in the western part of the state, and I don't know anything about that kind of treatment. Yes, here in Sacramento, California, we have this thing that's called invert, invert slave uh, racism, mm -hmm. but we've been able to navigate it. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know, nor did I understand the the problem with the ability. Of black people to vote was so crucial in this America that was taking away the rights of a people that were brought here mm -hmm. that built this nation. Sure. This country would, well, wow. We're huh? going to get into something else. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. All right. But I heard her, I, I, I heard her, she, she made a statement that, mm. that really just crushed me in light of, in light of, of us trying to bring the truth of scripture and the mind of the most high to our Hebrews in exile mm -hmm. as to why these things continue to happen. Right. Right. And you know, can I say this real quick? Cause I know you're on a roll. No, I hate, I got, I hate, I'm I hate good. to keep doing this to you because we are in no shape, form or fashion trying to diminish anything that 
Miss Hamer has done not and has, has has achieved not at all. Not at all. all. Not this at is all. not to not to not in at all. any way, shape, form, or fashion diminish that. I'm hurt. But, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 hurt behind it. Right, because she does something which you're going to enumerate. I'm hurt behind it. Mm-hmm. But in her defense of going through what she, and 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 she had she had. Breast cancer. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. And when they put her in the hospital, not at her request, it took out her uterus. They sterilized her. Yeah, that was, you know, there's a lot of stories like that that was happening oh, in, the, in the South. They were performing, they were taking uh, the woman's reproductive system out of them so they couldn't reproduce. Man. That is something that was systematically done. You can do research on that one. Man. I, I, and I'm Horrible. sitting there. I'm sitting there listening to this mm-hmm. in light of what I know about the scripture and the Father's word. And I heard her say these words, quoting from that diabolical text across the street, because we didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Because that's the text that was given to us, and somebody said that Christianity fell on fell on us on Plymouth Rock. No, it didn't. It fell on us long before we hit Plymouth Rock. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it did. But she said these words. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to suffer as Christ suffered and struggled. <laughs> oh, boy. We have been black, powerless people for over 400 years, this was a statement that was made in 1965. Mm. You, you see the brainwashing? No, 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 no. Yes. Now yes. we go. Now we go back to lamentations. Yep. But, 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 but let's not let's not just stop there. Mm-hmm. Let's go over to let's go over to Jeremiah. Ah. A good prophet. Jeremiah chapter 2. And we're going to read verses 1 through 11. Mm-hmm. Remember, Lamentation said, our ancestors caused this for us, and they're not here to bear the brunt. We're having to deal with this. That's right. Listen to the prophet Jeremiah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Another thing that disturbs me Oh, I'm disturbed tonight. I really am. I'm disturbed. Is that people who have your soul in their hands that are pontificating to you over their pulpits do not have a stinking clue what the prophets teach. It's foreign to them. That's right. So they can't, they can't help you with their, with the narrative. All they can do is regurgitate what their fathers have told them and tell you, oh, everything's going to be all right, baby. All you got to do is believe in Jesus Christ. He's going to bring you out. Well, if he was going to bring you out, how come you're not out? That's right. You're still in the mess that you were in. You haven't gotten anything. Matter of fact, if we want to be quite frankly honest about it, you didn't come over here with that in mind. You accepted that because of the fact that you wanted, you you were trying to assimilate into a culture 
so you could be a little bit more comfortable from where you are. You were, this wasn't something that you acquiesced to when you came here. So when you were brought here, John, how come Stacey Abrams is still fighting for the same thing that Mrs. Hamer was fighting for in 1964? How come uh, Pastor Warnack, Senator Warnack, is in fighting for the same thing in legislature that they was fighting for in 1964? If you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the same answer. That's right. Otherwise, you're practicing. Well, what you're defining is where we're at right now as a people, which is our Hebrew brothers and sisters. We're practicing insanity. We're trying to do the same thing, looking for a different result. If we just believe a little bit more in this particular doctrine that's over there across the street. OK, that's not working. Let's believe in this particular doctrine. If we try something a little different, you're doing the same thing over and over again, which is stuck in this whole entire diatribe of this Christianity doctrine. And it's not gotten you anywhere. You're still in this. Like I said, you may have been physically emancipated, but spiritually, you are still in slavery. You're in sweet. Our people <laughs> are still enslaved in a theology that's not their theology. Not at all. And it's not going to deliver you. Never has and never will. Listen. <sighs> Jeremiah. All right. Jeremiah who? Chapter 2, verse 1. The word of Yahweh came to me. Mm -hmm. Go and shout in the ears of Jerusalem that this is what Yahweh says. Now, the reason why he uses Jerusalem as a as a metaphor or a link to talk about something is because that was the body, that was the home, that was where the temple was, that's where Israel was, that's where, that's, that was their, that was their hub. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he says, go talk to Jerusalem. Remember your devotion when you were young. Well, Jerusalem wasn't young, Israel was young. Mm -hmm. How, as a bride, you loved me. Mm. How you followed me through the desert, through a land not sown. It's Israel that followed him through a desert not sown. Not the city of Jerusalem, but Jerusalem is the, is, is the metropolitan outlay where Israel hung out when they were in good, when they were in a good place with the Most High. Mm. Israel, listen to this. Listen now. Listen, listen. Israel is set aside for Yahweh. He did not say the Greeks were set aside for Yahweh. He did not say Rome was set aside for Yahweh. True. He didn't say not one European nation was set aside for Yahweh. He said Israel is set aside for Yahweh. And Israel is not the Oxenazi Jews over there in that strange place that's called Israel. Hebrew Israel is out of the land and dispersed to the four corners. We are a nation in exile. Excellent. Excellent. So he says, Israel is set aside for Yahweh. Mm -hmm. The first fruits of his harvest. Mm. All, get this now, please underscore this. Go into your Hebrew dictionary, uh, a history book. Pull up Jeremiah chapter 2 and look at what he's going to say in verse 3. All who devour him. Mm. 
Why? Oh, there's a him. Yes, because in Shemot, he said, Israel is my firstborn son. That's right. So he's the first fruits of mine. That's Exodus chapter 4, verse 22 is yes, exactly is. where that is. Yeah, and the most I ought to know who his son is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All who devour him will incur guilt. Evil will befall them, says Yahweh. I, 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 you know what? Ooh, this podcast got me locked in, locked in the seat. Boy, if I was up on, on Shabbat doing the... Hey, 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 hey. If you're concerned mm. about the fact that teaching Hebraic scriptures is not, is not charismatic, I don't know how much more charismatic I can yeah, be right now. I mean, you're pretty, you got it animated. I, I, I'm, I'm lit up. Yes, you are. I'm lit up. <sighs> Man. All man. who devour Israel will incur guilt. Evil will befall them, says Yahweh. So now, mm. and we're still talking, we're still talking about misvotes. That's all we're talking no, we're about. We're still in the middle of misvotes. Mm -hmm. Historically, Historically, scripturally, every nation that took Israel into captivity and treated Israel in a manner that was that was inhumane, mm -hmm. in scripture, historical scripture, and in the history of that nation, the Most High has come back and dealt with them. Mm. Now, mm -hmm. you ain't going to like this. Oh, yeah. The Oxenazis are not going to like what I'm going to say. Tell you who else ain't going to like it either. You're not going to like what I'm going to say. You're not going to like what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Huh. The Oxenazis are from, as I said before, and, and this is not to preach hatred. This is a historical fact. Okay. We just All stay, you do stay, is stay history, facts. You'll find out who were the ones that were the inceptors of the transatlantic slave trade. Where did they get their ships? Portugal. Where did they do business? In Spain. Go look it up. 1490. It's history. Mm -hmm. It's history. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be mad at anybody. And, and you know what? I'm not mad at them mm -hmm. because they were the catalyst that were used by the Most High who said, Israel, when you abdicate me and you do not follow my laws, I will disperse you into the four corners of the world. And from there, you will search for me and you will find me. However, while you're there, you're going to incur these curses. So I'm not mad at the Oxenazis. Right. They got used by the Most High, just like Nebuchadnezzar got used by the, by the Most High, just like Assyria got used by the Most High. Mm -hmm. Only problem is, mm -hmm. I'm not preaching. I'm hollering. Well, I mean, that's, that, yeah, oh, I'm waiting for you because I got something to add to this on the back end of that. My goodness. Now, you there. Let's see this. But see, you know what? That's what truth does. You're revealing something to our people to let them understand about who they are, who's, who's they are. There's pride in themselves that has been bereft from our culture. And we need to know these types of things because we're not giving any type of imagery outside of this podcast and you hearing it 
us pontificate about it to let you know, to reinforce this idea. Because every time you get up and go to work every single day, when you go about your daily life, this is not the narrative that you're being told. You don't see it anywhere. So I'm, I, I champion your, 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 char- your, your charisma. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> because there's, there's another aspect to that too when you talk about four corners of the, of, of the world. Because I'm going to tell you what, you're talking about individuals that in the 1400s, let's just say the 1500s because that's how that works. In the 1500s came over there and started enslaving Hebrew people. And we know that those individuals had a lot of that was initiated by the Ashkenazis. But I'll let you know something else too. We can't leave out our dear cousins out of that narrative as well. And I'm talking about the Muslims as well. Because when you do your research on them, Muslim slavery started 700 years earlier than that on the East Coast of Africa. So not only were we getting it from the West Coast, being snatched off the West Coast, but they're snatching us off the East Coast as well. And we're going into places like Arabia. I think the last set of numbers that I saw was from the 1400s all the way up to the 1800s when slavery was abolished on the transatlantic side. There were 14 million Africans that were extradited out of the land because of our disobedience. You're part of that. If you want to take a look at the Indian Ocean slave trade from 700, the century of, uh, in the 700s, all the way, all the way up to, I believe, even till the 1900s, 17 million came out in that. So we've been getting it from both sides of Africa being extradited out because of the fact that what we decided and we're bearing the weight of what our ancestors did. Let's go back to a text. I'm going to back this up with what you just said. Mm-hmm. Israel is set aside for Yahweh, the first fruits of his harvest. All who devour him will incur guilt. Evil will befall them. Whomever you are. Babylonia, Nebuchadnezzar got taken care of Mm -hmm. by the Most High. The Assyrians got taken care of by the Most High. Mm -hmm. And after the transatlantic slave trade uh, out of Africa at the hands of the Oxenazis, Germany under Hitler went after when after the Ashkenazi Jews, there was not, listen to me, there was not one black-skinned person in the Holocaust. Mm. And the Holocaust came about as retribution by the Most High for what they did to his people in the transatlantic slave trade when they brought us over and treated us inhumane in those ships threw us overboard for shark bait, didn't take care of our sickness, and we got to this country, and they treated us, I can't use that word. Mm. They treated us like donkey dung. Mm. Mm. Now, yes, I'm excited. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm worked, I'm worked <laughs> up. Hear the word of Yahweh, house of Yaakov, and all the families of the house of Israel. Who's he talking to? House of Israel. He's talking to Hebrew Israel. You're not talking to the nations. 
Mm-hmm. Here is what Yahweh says. What did your ancestors find wrong with me to make them go so far away from me? To make them go so far to go after nothings and become themselves nothing. Do you realize? Do you Hebrew people in exile realize mm. how great you were and how great your ancestors were? Do you realize that your ancestors left Mitzrayim and left slavery? The Most High delivered us out of slavery not to have to go into slavery anymore. And he left and we left with so much money that when we had got to the point in Exodus to build the tabernacle, Moses said, hey, y'all, don't bring me no more. You got, we, we, we got enough. We had, we had wealth and we had glory. And not only did we have wealth and glory, mm-hmm. Come on. but we were an esteemed nation that nations feared the very sight of us. That's right. You can go ahead and read Yahashua if you want to. Matter of fact, go to Yahashua 12. It'll tell you all 31. I mean, kingdoms that he I went mean, through. I'm, listen, they listen, were afraid listen, of us. listen, 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 listen. If we don't get a handle on ourselves and realize that even in this exile, we are still a great nation, that if we ever put our heads together on one accord and lined up with the word of the Most High that he's speaking from the prophets to us to do, it's over. Yeah. It's over. That's right. It's over. Right. You won't have to, you will not have to go and 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 have another campaign to run for another offer. It won't be necessary. The most high said, your enemies will incur guilt and evil will befall them. That's what the most high said. Has he ever lied? Nope. Nope. Not at all. You got uh, too you got too many examples in text that back all that up. Slow down, Robert. Come on, Rabbi. Can I talk? Can I talk to you about Yahashua real quick? Sure. Let's talk to, about Yahashua. Go, go, go. go Yahashua I'm, was. I'm, I, I need. I. I, I need. I, I need. <laughs> I, you know. Ding. I need to go to my corner and and and. Cool hey, we off. Know, you're the tag team. We're gonna tag, yeah, tag I need out to cool for a second. Oh, yeah, come on, come on, come on. I, I just want to instill into individuals just the piggybacking on what you said because uh, on what Mrs. Hamer had said to the fact that you know. We are, we have to suffer like Christ suffered. Let me tell you something. Cause piggybacking on what you said, we were people that were creative. We were people that were rich. And I'm going to also instill this into you as well. When we went up against our enemies, cause I'm going to tell you, history is going to repeat itself. Just like you said, if we ever got to the point where we got our heads together, do you not think our enemies are going to raise up against us? Oh, absolutely. They are going to raise up against us. And every single time that they do, the Most High has done the same thing. He's defeated them. I'm going to tell you, go read, not you personally, but if you're out there listening, go read Yahashua. I believe it is in chapter number, uh, I believe it's in either nine or 10. Now, for those of you who don't know who Yahashua is, you're talking about Joshua, Joshua. the book of Joshua. Joshua. Go read those two chapters. And I believe it's in chapter number nine, if I'm not mistaken. And what you'll see is this. No, it's further back than that. It's actually between, uh, it's in seven and eight. One of those two. We'll go back up a little further. What you're going to see is when Yahashua, they encounter this group of individuals where they're told to go in and destroy 
AI. And when they go in there, there's one individual that decides that he doesn't want to follow the, the commands of Most High when they go into Jericho. Actually, they go into Jericho and they're supposed to take all the spoils and put it in the treasury. Yeah. And they, they, they do that, but yeah. there's one individual that doesn't do that. He disobeys it. Yeah. They go into AI to take AI. And the problem that happens is that they, when they go into fight, they lose. Now, I want to explain to you what a loss is to Hebrew Israel. There were 36 people that died because of this one individual making this mistake and not doing what he was supposed to do. You know what that ended up telling me? That is, you talk about a military group of individuals. Every time that I look at what, you know, the United States is supposed to be the greatest military that's on the face of the world today. But I'm going to tell you what, we get into the war or rumors of wars with people, there are casualties. Israel suffered 36 people that died and Yahashua had a fit about that. That told me one thing, that when our enemies raise up against us, be, the text says, be strong, be bold, be courageous. Because when we go into battle, no one dies. Nobody dies. If, if you do what the Most High thank has you, commanded you, you to do, you, we you, stay true to his word, and his command and be obedient, nobody dies. You will continually see through text. They all came back. They all came back. When the battle was over, they all came back. Why is this? It's because the Most High is fighting for us. We should be in this mode that, number one, oh, if we rise up, what are they going to do? They're going to kill us. They're going to beat us in the street. We'll be, no, you won't. No, you won't. You got to understand no, that you, won't. you just, if you have that <clears throat> reservation that your most high will not deliver you from the hands of your oppressors or your exile, then you're doomed to die in it. Yes. And yeah. you'll never get delivered from it. Yeah. So making statements like our dear sister has made, I know that she's saying that because she's just regurgitating like you had eloquently put earlier. The, the, the basically the sins of our fathers yes. that have gone and preached this yes. gospel to yes. us and not instilled this pride to say, listen, there's nothing for us to fear. There's no people for us to fear. There's nothing out there that the Most High can't conquer for us. We just have to be what? Obedient. Hebrew Israel, Hebrew Israel, Hebrew Israel. Listen, listen, listen. Even this day, if you would turn back to the Most High as being the sole dominant power in your life and they're not being a sidebar or a sidekick. <laughs> right. His sidekick, Robin. But him, him alone. <laughs> right. And begin to apply your life to obey his words. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. To obey his words. You can defeat your enemies because the Most High will go ahead of you because you're walking in the righteousness right. and the protection that he has given for you to walk in. And what protects us from our enemies is our lifestyle in light of and in, in, and in concert with his word, which is his spirit. He said your enemies will incur guilt. Yes. 
And he said, I will deal with them. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. listen, I'm going to jump down. Verse number nine of chapter two. Mm -hmm. So again, I state my case against you, says Yahweh. State it against your grandchildren too also. See if anything like this has happened before. Has a nation ever exchanged its powers or its gods? And theirs are not gods at all. Mm. Yet my people have exchanged their glory for something without value. You know what? That's wild that you say that. Because you think about this day and age right now. What nation on the face of the planet that says, you know what? We just going to switch it up and start doing something different with somebody else. Only Hebrew Israel does that. That's crazy. Listen. I have listened to Dr. Martin Luther King, bless his soul, and I applaud him, great orator, I've listened to Malcolm X, great orator. Mm -hmm. I've listened to Miss Hamer, bless her heart. And the problem is none of these people know the scriptural history nor do they relate to the covenant promises that the Most High has made to his people. Correct. I haven't heard in the freedom cry, let's return to our, our, our Elohim or our God. Listen. I got to use this term. I don't want to. I don't like to use the word God, but I have mm -hmm. to do it for the, for the, for the purpose of you viewers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our Elohim, whom people call God, his name is not God. He has a name. And when we use the word God, it throws him in the barrel with a plethora of other gods. So we now we have to, we have to distinguish which one we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But he has a name. That separates him. He's a power. He's the sole power of the universe. Mm -hmm. I have never heard one mention of calling the nation or calling a state that's being oppressed by the white enemy. I have to put it that way because that's the narrative that we live in. Okay. I've never heard them say, let's turn back to the Elohim of Israel and that's probably because they don't know their Israel and then again let's listen to what is quoted out of the book of Chronicles I believe it is if my people <laughs> you don't know that you're called by his name he has a name his name not Jesus Christ 
No. My people who are called by my name, and my name is not God. Go to Exodus chapter 3. Start reading chapter 3 down through, start at verse 12 or 15 and read down through it in a Hebrew Bible, not a Greek Bible. You got to get a Hebrew Bible. Right, The right. Hebrew Bible is written from the Hebrew scroll, which is true and correct. Right. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, I would hear in heaven and heal their land. That's right. That's right. Now, let me tell you what land is. Oh, land man. is metaphorical to two conditions of who his people are. Mm -hmm. Land is a place that he said is lying desolate and fallow until he returned. The second metaphorical application is land is you. You're made out of land. <laughs> you're made out of dirt. <laughs> right. You're he made out of land. He scooped you if out of the ground. people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and call on my name, I'd heal them. That's right. We I haven't heard that. Right. And that's the quintessential I, I, part. I, I, that's the key I, I, that's missing. I, 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 I haven't heard that. Yep. That's what's I, missing. I, I, I haven't. I haven't heard nor have I been able in my in my lifetime to witness our people stand in the midst of adversity, call on the name of Yahweh or Yahuwah and watch and live in righteousness and watch his glory descend and defeat your enemy right in the prayer. If he did it then, he'll do it again today because he's the same. Yesterday, As today, is, yep. and forever. I guess I'm preaching tonight. Yep, you and 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 rightly so, rightly so. Mrs. Hamer, Fannie Lou Hamer said, "I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired." Well, I've heard other political individuals fighting for civil rights. Say the same thing. I heard uh, 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 Black Lives Matter people say the same thing. Well, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you got to change the narrative. Obvious. Oh, come on. Stop hollering, Robert. <laughs> oh, Rabbi, stop <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's Obviously, good. I'm going to be very, very blunt with you. Mm -hmm. Calling up on the name of the guy that you've been calling up ain't been answering you. Yeah. There's no nobody on the other line. So why? What do you have to lose? Nothing. Actually, you have a, a lot a, I mean, a lot to lose. I mean, I mean, from your heart, from your heart, why don't you try calling on the God? of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, whose name is Yahweh. Why not try turning back to his ways and living your life according to the righteousness that he dictates and then fall under the umbrella of his covering? And just like he covered Israel before, he'll cover Israel in this exile. I'm not living in fear. No, you're not. You're not. And that's that's part of the that's part of the issue is is as I'm hearing sitting here listening to you we as a people are getting taught a narrative of this individuality that's that's being promoted and is very perverse throughout our community. 
You see the difference between what we're talking about versus what everybody else is talking about? We're talking about a community of people. This is not about your feelings or what you're going through at the particular time. You're, you got to get out of this sense of I'm going to go to my spiritual uh, a leader to have some type of issue fixed in my life that's personal to me. L listen, this is not, this has to stop being about you. This has to be about a community of people. This is what is at stake. We're talking about having a better, ha we got, you. we have a land that has been preserved for us, a way of life, a government that has been set up for us. And we can't access that because we have too many people in them pulpits and too many people that ain't in pulpits teaching the same gospel that came out of slavery, which is this individual, uh, this individualism instead of talking about the community. If you look at all of your prophets, you look at all the things that our great ancestors did, it was never about them. It was about the community. And that's the, that's why we're saying when we listen to a Malcolm Sebaz or Malcolm X, when we listen to an honorable minister Farrakhan, when we listen to a sister Hamer, when we listen to all these individuals, a Dr. King, I'm naming all the, all of the, the dignitaries that we know. When we talk about a W.E. Du Bois, Langston Hughes, we talking about all those individuals, Marvin, Garvey, Marcus Garvey, Marcus any of Garvey. the individuals, the same problem persists throughout the fiber of all of them is they do not unite us under one banner, which is the most high. We are all on the same page about having a better quality of life. That's granted. Nobody's going to fight you on that one. Here's a question. But we keep failing with that equation. Here's a question. Here's a question. Here's a question. Why isn't the same Jesus that's working so benevolent for the white folks delivering the black folks? Are they two different Jesuses? Nope. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. <laughs> they act like they do. The Jesus that I serve, and I'm crying out to, I'm getting my little behind whooped by, by the folks who serve the white Jesus that's beating me. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, this will preach. It, it, it oh, this, will. This, 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 it this, will. This, this will preach with a choir, with a long robe and an organ doing what it needs to do. It just needs a voice in the pulpit to do it. That's right. Let me go somewhere. Right. That's right. Let me go somewhere. Let me go somewhere. Mmm. Vayikra. Oh, boy. Come on. Leviticus. Is, is, don't go. If you're going to go to the, you're going to 19? No, 18. Woo. Okay. Going to 18. Leviticus chapter 18, verses 4 through 5. Yahweh said to Mashe. Speak to the people of Israel. When he talks about speak to the people of Israel, he's talking about Hebrew Israel. Mm -hmm. Tell them, I am Yahweh, your Elohim. You are not to engage in the activities found in the land of Egypt where you used to live. We live in, in America, which has the same systemic values and the same systemic culture as the Egypt that our forefathers were delivered from. Mm -hmm. You are not to engage in the activities found in the land of Canaan, Canaan, where I'm bringing you, nor are you to live by their laws. 
You are to obey my rulings and laws and live accordingly. Now, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Your pastors, your teachers, your superintendents, your bishops, your ecclesiastical order don't have a clue what the governance of Hebrew Israel are, what the rulings and what the laws of Hebrew Israel are to teach you. And they're not doing any studious study to find out because the same people that enslaved you are the ones who told you that our laws and rulings had been done away with and had been fulfilled by their Greek Jesus. And if you don't think Jesus is Greek, then read Constantine and find out for yourself. He ain't. He ain't Hebrew. Nope. 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 nope, nope I'm nope, reading nope, scripture nope, nope, text nope. here. Mm -hmm. I am Yahweh, your Elohim. You are Hebrew Israel. Observe my laws and rulings. If listen to this, if a person does them, he will have life through them signed. I am Yahweh. Uh, now the most I said it, and then he puts the signature on for the stamp of approval on it right at the end. Then say, "What's I, the what's 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 the action? Obey." Right. Yeah, Listen, that's that's the action. He didn't Listen, sit. He, I, I I have to set all this up. You know, every week I come into the podcast and I go, you know what? I'm 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 getting ready. I'm I'm going to teach a I'm going to teach a commandment <laughs> yeah. tonight, and and something triggers me, and I can't get to it because we're still sat, we're still establishing all this foundation. So when we get to it, you'll know why. Mm -hmm. Devarim chapter four, mm. verse one. It's a good one. Yeah. Now, Israel, Hebrew Israel, listen to the laws and rulings I am teaching you in order to follow them so that you will live. It seems to me mm -hmm. that life is embodied in the laws and the rulings and the misfotes of the Most High. Oh, it's 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 based on obedience. Is that what you're is yes. that is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. So yes. you're you're not telling me that yes. if I just believe in some dude to put it on his pants just like I do and bleeds blood and 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 and, 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 and and drink his blood and eat his body that 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 right there is not my my ticket. That's I just want to make sure that it's about obedience. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is the last one, and I, I I'm through. This is the last one, and I I'm through. I'm through. By Ecclesiastes chapter 20, mm. verse 8. Observe my regulations and obey them. Mm. I am Yahweh who sets you apart to be holy. Uh-oh. Kedoshim, the holy ones, okay. Observe them. Mm -hmm. Obey them. Mm -hmm. I have, listen, did you not hear me say earlier? That's a good one. Did you not hear me say earlier? Israel is set aside for Yahweh the first fruits of his harvest. 
You and I are the first fruits of his harvest. Even in this exile, and even though our forefathers have put us here, the Most High has not disclaimed us, neither has he thrown us out, neither has he abandoned us. Even in this exile, his word st- says, still My here. eyes are always up on Israel. You are the apple of my eye. We are a profound, peculiar, distinct nation in the eyes of the Most High. Mm-hmm. And that's never going to change. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Always upon Israel. Always. So I say, To all my political brothers and sisters who are fighting for my civil rights in a nation that doesn't want me. Yeah, fighting for social justice and change. And social justice Mm -hmm. amongst the people who hate me. They are my enemy. And the Most High said they will incur guilt and evil will befall them. Mm. But it's based upon the condition that you and I individually and collectively Mm -hmm. turn back and call up on the name of your Bible says the Lord. What's the Lord's name? It ain't Jesus Christ. Nope. Call up on the name of Yahweh, the Elohim of Abraham, Nitzchak, and Yaakov, who's proven historically that every time Abraham went to battle, he succeeded. And every time righteous Israel went to battle, they, they succeeded. succeeded. Every that single time. same Elohim will cause us to succeed in this exile if we will turn back to him, if we will obey, if we will listen to his mitzvot, and for I am going to teach them to you. Just as soon as I get through laying this, if the Most High will ever let me get off of laying this foundation so that you understand why they're so important. I'm going to tell you what. Since we making prolific statements here tonight, we might as well just make one more. I don't know if you would, you, you was, you were still in your, in your B flat clothes <laughs> cuz i don't want to i don't want to turn the music off if you're still in your clothes uh, all, all i needed all i needed was the organ that can you give me give me give me b flat I, I, i'm ready i was ready i'm ready to preach tonight when when i look at the plethora of of prophets that we have i'm gonna keep coming back to it this may not be for this dispensation of time for those individuals that are underneath the sound of our voice hopefully because we are in a digital age and these things are being preserved, that the message that is going out will be for a time, a dispensation of time that Hebrew Israel will be able to hear the things that will that we're pontificating about. But as the prophets did, they got to some of the mitzvot, but what are they doing? It's the fervor that they have about what we're doing, the same thing. To get them to teshuva, turn, turn around. Turn. We are going, there's a ditch that's over there and you're continuing to keep digging that hole and you're digging that hole and you're digging that hole and you're wondering why you can't, you can't get out. We're trying to tell you this is, this is the formula. And again, 
You haven't tried this before. Prove us wrong. I, matter of fact, I charge. I send out a charge out into the atmosphere right now. I dare you Hebrew Israel to prove both of us wrong. So you're sitting there in your feelings and you're all, oh, they're talking about the Ashkenazi and they're talking about the Muslims and they talk about slavery and my feelings and all that kind of stuff. And we're over here trapped and I'm part, they say that I'm Hebrew Israel, but I'm still intrinsic. Okay. This is what I'm asking you to do. Debunk it. Debunk us. Bye. Bye. Proving us wrong and just trying this. Just try it. You know when you was you when you were young and your mom came to the to the put a plate of fruit in front of you and you smelled it and you're like, I don't I don't think I like this. You say, what did she just say? Try just it. Just try it. Just try it. You may like it. Just try it. I guarantee you. This plate of food that we serving up is the most savory, whatever explored, I mean, a, 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 a adjectives that you want to put on it. I'm going to Just tell you something. Just try it. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Stacey Abrams, if you ever have an opportunity to hear this podcast or somebody directs it to you, you're a very brilliant young lady. I know what you've been taught from a religious perspective. I know what you've heard. I challenge you that if you will surround yourself by some true Hebrew people that know scripture, mm. and if you will convene yourself to obey the most high Sabbaths and his dietary laws, just those two simple things. And if you will call up on the name of Yahweh and invoke his name, before you go into battle with anything and you walk in the righteousness of his word, I declare unto you that if it's the most highest will, there is no enemy that can defeat you. Yeah, you can tell you that to the bank. That's backed up by scripture. There is no enemy that can defeat you. To my constituents in the state of Atlanta, where the majority of the political battle seat happens to be, which is a black state. If that black state would rise up and turn back to the most, if we would put as much fervor into getting people to turn back to the most high as we are trying to get people to vote, it would be over! Over, over, and the Most High would fight the battle for you. Sit over. back. Yep. Over. Just like they did in Egypt. Be over. That's right. Be Looked over. out the window. How do you think? I'm. Tr it's. It's. Uh, how do you think, Black Joseph? went down into Mitzrayim and became the viceroy of Mitzrayim, the governor over all that Pharaoh did, it was because he did not deny the Elohim that he served. 
and he stood up for the principles and the most high caused him to rise above all the nations. If he did it for Joseph, why can't he do it for you? He's the same. I know I'm preaching. I don't want to preach this on a podcast. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And forever. Well, yeah. hey, I gotta stop because I, I I ding 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 ding. Yeah. We we didn't it, we didn't put out the charge for him. We said, hey, listen, do try it. Try it. Tr- just Say, hey, Try you know it. what? I want you. To, I want to. I want to see in that comment section. You know what? I started following the Most High, and then the world fell apart for me. Try mm. it now. You won't have that. Just a few more minutes. For this, we did a podcast earlier when we started podcasts. It's back in one of the early ones about what it feels like to be alone making a transition. To this, listen, listen. If you have to be alone to win the battle, don't you know that the Most High is going to battle with you? And if he's for you, he's more than a thousand enemies against you. Don't, oh, come, stop, Robert. <laughs> stop, Rabbi. I'm, I'm, now, now I'm starting, I'm starting. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm starting to get into preacher rap. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you have to stand alone, you will be victorious. And not only that, the Most High will bring righteous people to stand beside you Mm -hmm. so that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Hey, write me, Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. Write me, write me, tell me. I tried it. I tried it, and it works. And if it works for you, it'll work for somebody else. Somebody else, else. absolutely. And one, one, one Hebrew turning at a time. If we can get one to turn, we can get two to turn, we can start turning this thing around and pretty soon we can get this generation to turn it around and once that happens, Hebrew Israel, oh, we're on our way. We're on our way. We're on our way. And then we can say, Mm -hmm. out of the words of the prophet, Mm -hmm. no weapon. Now that's true right there. Now you and now you in text. That has been formed against me can prosper. But as long as we're not walking in Torah and as long as we're not walking in righteousness, then weapons are gonna keep kicking our behinds. Right. And you're gonna keep losing. Yep. And you're gonna keep shedding blood. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna keep getting the same result. But if you turn, I'm preaching now, I gotta stop. I don't wanna get up. <laughs> this has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. And, and Sean Appleton. And this has been Hebrews, Hebrews in Exile. Shalom. Shalom.